Star Wars is my entire existence. It, you can't put it into words how much the whole community means to me and how much I've been able to find friends and family. You're here with all of your friends and you just get to see the creativity and the light in people's eyes. It's one of those things that you know you're going to have to say goodbye to, but it's not going to be goodbye forever. We'll always be with you. You've never heard of the Millennium Fault? Should I have? It's a ship that made the castle run in less than 12 parsecs. Hi everyone and welcome to Castle Run Weekly. My name is Anna. I'm Danny. And I'm Kristen. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> it is post-celebration, guys, and we are coping. Especially <laughs> um, welcome. <laughs> yes, well, thank you. Um, yes, yeah, so we are back from Chicago. Um, is this what real life felt like before we left for Chicago? <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember anymore. <laughs> At least it's better weather. That's true. Oh, yeah. It is much better weather. It's not, um, you know, a blizzard one day and then shorts weather the next day. So <laughs> <laughs> it was that was ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so guys, so we are back and we're going to talk some celebration stuff now. This week, um, you know, we're just kind of coping and kind of decompressing from celebration and everything. So we wanted to kind of more so talk about our experiences and the things that uh we got to the cool stories we got yeah because we got some cool stories we did yeah (laughs) Um, and and anna's gonna help us with that um and everything she's gonna be our amy radcliffe to our panel (laughs) i wish (laughs) (laughs) um but first before we get into that um we've got some news straight out of celebration closer i have good news so i know probably 98 percent of you were watching the streams and following it really closely and like oh man i'm excited for all the things but just in case you missed it we wanted to go ahead and cover that um so our first bit of news first off disney plus is releasing on november 12th of this year and with it the mandalorian (laughs) very very excited for that series uh we got to see a little bit of it actually at celebration um, I saw everyone was mad when it was like special look of the Mandalorian and then black screen. <laughs> yeah. Oh my, oh my god, what's happening? <laughs> it was wild and it was awesome. Yeah. Um and we will definitely talk about it very soon. Um, <laughs> but yes, with with it comes the Mandalorian and Clone Wars maybe. I've heard rumors that Clone Wars should be coming out at the same time but they did not release a date at the panel. So I would hope that that would be one of the things, but yeah, it should be because it's been taken off of Netflix, and they said they were going to add it. So, right, if they just took a fall, they didn't announce a date. Yeah, well, and that's the thing is like you've you've taken away from Netflix. Now I need my fix. Like, yeah, what's up, man? <laughs> bring, bring it back. <laughs> you know what I watched in my downtime? Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we need that back ASAP, Disney. Work on that for sure. Um, but yeah, so hopefully Clone Wars will be there with the release of Disney Plus. And I've seen Disney Plus is supposed to be releasing it $5.99 a month. Something to Six that effect. $6.99. Okay, $6.99 a month. And if by yearly, it's $69. Okay. So it's better to a yearly. Nice. For people to do the math. There you go. <laughs> if you can do it, do it yearly. Um, but it's going to be cool because they're releasing all the movies. Uh, everything Disney is going to be there. So it's, I mean, now nowadays we're paying like $16 for Netflix. I feel like that is super worth it. It, it may be time to move on. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. I, mean, I, have, I am that type of person that has all the subscriptions possible. <laughs> well, see, I feel like I can justify sixteen ninety nine for just watching The Office, right? No. Yeah. I, I can't. I can't live without Netflix. Right. <laughs> I can't either, but... <laughs> well and that's what it's come to like with netflix it's it's kind of funny it's if i'm not watching the office i'm watching parks and rec if i'm yeah. not watching that it's probably solo or another disney movie that's on there so it's just kind of like okay yeah well yeah <laughs> yeah and now like i used to watch rogue one all the time 
Oh yeah. So now it's like, oh, you took it off. Exactly. And it's still have the disease, but it's such a mission. Right. <laughs> like you have the access to it all, all the time. Well, and what's funny is so so Rogue One is my favorite Star Wars movie. Okay. That is the only Star Wars movie I do not own because of Netflix. Wow. Right. Um, because I would watch it all the time on Netflix. Like I know that movie backwards and forwards, everything. Like I just I would put it on the background and I love that movie so much. And then when they took it off and replaced it with Solo, I was like, my movie. <laughs> not to go on a tangent, but did you read Catalyst? I did not. No, I want to. I have that one. Actually signed by Andy Gutierrez. <laughs> oh, nice. You should read it because I haven't yet, but maybe we can read it. But my husband loves it. My husband's favorite movie is Rogue One. Mm-hmm. And he is like obsessed with that book. Really? Okay. Yeah. He was like, yeah. So we should, we should have comment on rogue one one Absolutely. day <laughs> we'll, we'll do that for sure that'll be yeah. cool <laughs> i mean we're, we're talking about a book club kind of thing coming up so, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so cool so on to our next bit of news so and kind of want to run through these uh kind of touch and go i guess because i mean like i said most of you probably already know all this stuff but yeah. just in case um uh, but yeah so our next one is a uh, star wars jedi fallen order uh, we got an official release date for it, which is literally three days after Disney Plus launches, <laughs> November 15th of this year. Ooh. And we will have a brand new single player Jedi game. And I'm so nice. excited. Finally. <laughs> Finally, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, from the little bit that we got to see at Celebration, it kind of looks like it's going to be like a Uncharted uh, mm-hmm. kind of style and yeah. everything. Which I think is interesting that it's not just like how Force Unleashed was, where it was like just linear hack and slash. True. So I, I'm game for it, though. I think it'll be really yeah. cool and everything. And then when they and then we found out that uh, Cameron Monaghan, which for anybody who's a fan of, I think, Shameless and Gotham, uh, he's going to be on there. Yeah, he's the Joker on Gotham, which is just kind of weird for me. <laughs> oh, really? I've never watched it, but he, okay. He was a good Joker, too. <laughs> Very creepy. Um but yeah, so he's going to be joining the cast. He's the main character, Cal Kestis, um, which will be cool. Um, also, another thing that we will hit later in the month uh, for an episode, which will be really cool. Because um, there's a lot there. A lot yeah. of stuff from the comics. Um, the Inquisitors are making a return. All that good stuff. So very fun. Very awesome. Um, and on to the news that uh, obviously we're all freaking out and losing our mind over. <laughs> Star Wars Episode Nine got a title at Celebration. <laughs> so, so Anna, you want to give us that title? The Rise of a Skywalker. Ooh. I wish I had a Palpatine voice. <laughs> you were close though. Like I felt like you were like you're pulling right, up your inner yeah. James Earl Jones right there. <laughs> I dig it. See, we put a little echo on it, and you get. No, I'm just kidding. Right. There you go. <laughs> yes the rise of skywalker which i'm not even going to dive into that trailer because there's so much to dive into oh, yeah. right now so um, so we will actually be speculating on what that means and literally just dissecting that entire thing um here i believe our actual our next episode um which is going to be really exciting so definitely uh, if you're not already subscribed subscribe and because uh, we like our theories here at Kessel Run Weekly. We wear a tinfoil hat daily. So, yeah. so definitely check that out. Um, it's going to be a fun one for sure. Yeah. But yes, The Rise of Skywalker is set to release on December 20th, 2019. So much Star Wars, November and so December. <laughs> and that's just following Galaxy's Edge open uh, in the summer too. So there you go. So that'll be cool. Uh, and then finally, our last piece of quick news Star Wars Celebration officially announced that they will be returning to Anaheim, not in 2021, but in 2020. Mm. We now have one year to prepare, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not ready. (laughs) I feel like it's too soon. Like, we're going to get an email about tickets, like, in what? I mean, if it's next year, we have to get it this year. So that's crazy. It's going to be in months, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of scary because we haven't recovered yet. 
This is more financially. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. I was thinking that too. Uh, like, oh wow. Like these are these are events, man. This isn't like yeah. going to a regular con. Like, like I was looking forward to twenty twenty one, but okay, it's <laughs> fine. But it's it's going to be exciting. We're going to have to make sure that we get our entire our entire Kessel crew to Anaheim. Yes. We're going to make it happen this time. If you're out there wanting to sponsor us, let's do this. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so cool. So yes, Anaheim 2020. Um, we will be doing everything in our power to make sure that that happens. Well, Anaheim 2020 is going to happen, whether we go yeah, or not. Right. But that we, we go have- is what I mean. There you go. <laughs> happen. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So cool. So that's all of our really quick news. Kristen, we've got a listener comment and question. Um, so we have a comment from Twitter at Katie120. Katie. Uh, let's say Katie with three E's. <laughs> 120. Um, and she says, well, I haven't got an iTunes account, so I guess I'll give you the equivalent of one here. Your podcast is definitely one of my go-to podcasts for all things Star Wars, but you're also one of the best things about my week. Your positivity is infectious. Your Star Wars knowledge is impressive, and I could listen to people talk about the lore of Star Wars all day. Keep up the great work, guys. Oh, thank you, Katie. <laughs> we actually had Katie on the show back in like the early, early days. Um, when we were starting, she's a, uh, a Knights of the Old Republic uh, uh, Twitch streamer. Oh, yeah, oh, which is really cool. And we hadn't talked to her in a while, but she's she's the first person that we talked to overseas. That's nice. <laughs> which was cool. So we love you, Katie. Thank you. Uh, she also had a question for us. She did. So her question was, "What was the best cosplay you guys saw?" Mm. Do you want to go with this one? I already know mine. Should I share mine yet? Share yours first. I'm still really thinking about this. Borgullet. I knew it. Borgullet and Bodie Rook. What was funny? They were together, right? Yes, I didn't even know they were together. Like I saw, I saw Borgullet, and for a second, I thought it was uh, the creature from Solo. And I was oh, like, yeah. oh, still cool either way. And then I was like, oh, can I get your picture? And they're like, yeah, sure. And then all of a sudden, a Bodhi Rook turns around and they pose for me. And she's like touching on the Bodhi Rook and everything. And he makes like this like sleepy look. And I'm like, this is incredible. Yes, that was amazing. <laughs> yes, it was so cool. And I think that's my second one would probably actually be when we met uh, Saul Guerrero, uh, a Saul Guerrero cosplayer. And I, I, I just being my stupid self, I was like, Borgullet will know the truth. And he goes, I'm glad you said something. And then he hands me a what looks like a poster movie. It says Borgullet, a Star Wars story. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I love when people get so creative. He, he, he was like, we've only been given this to people who have mentioned Borgullet. I was like, of course I'm going to. Like, <laughs> Leave it to me. <laughs> but yes, Kristen, so- you got one? She's still looking. She's oh like, there's God, so many. Looking through pictures. <laughs> I mean, there really were so many. And it's really hard to choose because you could tell that a lot of people put a lot of love and sweat and tears and possibly blood <laughs> <laughs> into their um, cosplays. And, I mean, you know, I don't know. They, they, all of them were really cool. And they all were really unique in their own way. Because not everyone looked exactly like some characters, you know. And some had, like, twist of it. Saw a lot of cool, like, gender bent ones, too. Which were really mm-hmm. fun. Um, I think I got excited when I saw, like, any mall. Because mall looks always looks really cool. I'm always really impressed. Wh- whoever's trying to get up at 4 a.m. and paint the face red. <laughs> and that's when horns in. Like, yeah, that always impresses me. Yeah. yeah. Um, also saw a couple, like, zombie troopers. Which were really cool. Um, there was a male one that I saw a couple days before, and then, like, the last day I saw, like, a female one, which, which really impressed me, too, because I was like, holy crap, like, I hadn't met, like, any female troopers, I knew they existed, I knew it wasn't, like, a myth, but <laughs> I really hadn't met any, and she started talking to us and gave us a card, because we were super interested in her little, like, her zombie get up, and I was like, holy crap, she's a female. Because, <laughs> like, most of the ones I've seen that, like, week were male, and I was like, oh my god, ladies exist here, like, in... And the, like the troopers, and then any Aiden I saw was really cool too. So I can't even be mad. I don't. I don't care if you were like, you. I don't care if you were wearing just all black, like you, and you had like an Aiden helmet. You're right, and I don't care. <laughs> Anna, did you have one favorite that maybe you saw or anything like that? Um, 
should have been thinking. I was trying to look at the pictures because I'm like, oh, there's so many. I mean, <laughs> I love all of the Ahsoka cosplayers. I love seeing like the newer Ahsoka. Um, and let's see. And I like the funny ones also. Mm-hmm. There was a couple of funny ones that I saw. Um, like <laughs> that one. Yes, the uh, yes. stir whip, stir whip, 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 yeah, sir. You got a video yes, of it. I did get a video of it. It was so great. That was so funny. Um, and yeah, I know there were so many cool things. Uh, I saw a lot of um, and the guy that plays what's his name? This guy. <laughs> oh, Kaz. Yes. Yeah, Christopher. Yeah. Um, he was funny. He looked like character for sure. He really um, did. Yeah, and so a couple of malls that were good. So everybody looked incredible, and Cheyenne too. That oh, she yeah. did her Kira. Uh, yeah, really good as Kira. <laughs> yeah, super super cool. She she posted a uh, picture. I think it was yesterday, and it was her in the Emperor's throne as Kira. And um, I think the caption was something like Mother of Falcons or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah, that was really cool. I, I commented on it, bend the knee. <laughs> nice. Nice, nice. I'm in full Game of Thrones right now. But oh, oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> so many things. We'll have to uh, talk about that on our other podcast that doesn't exist, right? No. Yeah. For sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> And I just saw this morning that actually George Lucas directed, helped direct the first episode for yeah. Game of Thrones. Um, so I was like, that is so cool. So yeah, yeah. you see a little bit of Star Wars everywhere. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, they're all over the place. I thought yeah. that was the coolest. Though. Like, I actually thought it was a Photoshop picture at first because oh. it was him. It was a picture of him, uh, Amelia Clark, and I want to say what? Kit Harrington. I'm not sure. Yeah. But um, yeah. he was shaking hands with Amelia, and I was like, eh, "That's fake. That's really." And then I saw an article later. It was like, "Oh yeah, he helped direct the first episode." No, I was like, "Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. awesome." <laughs> yeah, that was super cool. Happy twentieth birthday, Star Wars celebration! Woo! So, guys, let me ask you: if you had one word to describe the whole celebration experience what would it be oh man i'm gonna start with difficult questions of course she's she's <laughs> the tough questions Let's do it <laughs> amazing amazing completely amazing yes Kristen. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> I don't like one words. <laughs> it was three. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, you took my word. Did I? I like amazing. We can share it. No, I don't want to share it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. Nice. Here we go. <laughs> this, is, this wasn't your first celebration, right? You guys were in Orlando. I wasn't. Danny was. So this was my oh, first was one. Your- your first one. How was that experience to see your first celebration? Um, kind of overwhelming at first. I mean, I kind of walked in. I was just kind of like, <gasps> it was so much to see. So many people in cosplay, which was really awesome. But it was really cool to be like in an environment where like just everyone like loved the same thing. And I know we had a conversation like with a few people, you know, as we went because during the panels, um, and I don't want to ramble or anything, but during the panels, you know, um, Ahmed Bez got a lot of love, and then Kelly yes. got a lot of love, you know, from all, like, the hate and stuff that they've gotten, you know, from outside, uh, from the few people that want to yell really loud about how awful their characters and stuff are, um, so it was really fun to see that, and then we had a couple conversations with a few guys, and they were like, yeah, you know, it's okay to, like, not like the character, but you can still, like, not hate them, too you know, the person themselves and all as well. So it was really fun just being able to be around that environment. I probably cried like 90% of the time just because it was all amazing. So, yeah. No, and that's one of the things that I saw throughout Celebration, that um, feeling of like 
being accepted and being loved and like everybody's sharing that same, you know, love for Star Wars. And I feel like I saw a tweet by Amy that said like that toxicity in Star Wars is never in celebration. Like it's always usually just people that stay behind and troll in the ner- internet. But the, there was a lot of love for this celebration specifically with characters that were not probably loved for the first time when they came out. And Ahmed has talked about it so much. Like I feel like he had even traumatic episodes after like being Jar Jar Binks. So it was really cool to see that. Even like me that I streamed it, I was like, oh, yay, that was awesome. So I bet being in there, it's even... To ten times worse, like best, but like you know what I mean. <laughs> Definitely, it, it was really cool, and and just kind of as Kristen was saying, I mean, it it really proves that it's the 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 few that are just yelling really loudly, because I didn't run across one person who was like, oh man, yeah, I hate everything Star Wars. Can't <laughs> believe that they're doing this and stuff like that. Like, um, there were a couple of people that we talked to talked to about the uh, the trailer, and they were like, yeah, okay. Like I'm, I'm good, kind of thing like that. Like they weren't necessarily this super stoked about it or anything, which is fine. Nobody says that you have to love everything always. Star Wars is by no means a perfect thing of any kind. It has its flaws, but at this, <laughs> you just say that, <laughs> All right? Well, I'm fired. No, <laughs> um, but I mean, it's the thing though. Is that like it's just like as I was telling um, my dad during the trip and everything is is it has its flaws, but at the same time, for me, it's what gives it a lot of its charm. Is that it's not perfect. It's something that you in, in, at times you have to be like, you know what? I don't like that you did that, but I love you anyways. <laughs> kind of yeah, thing. that's not my thing, but okay, like I'll still enjoy the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. I always, it always brings me back to the. I think it was a, a little cartoon or something that somebody drew um, that said, "Let people like things" or <laughs> something like, "Just let people enjoy things." Like, stop trying to ruin it for everyone. And yeah. as cool as that at celebration, it literally felt like everyone loved everything. And it, it, even if they didn't, it was like you know what? I know, there's something here for me. There, yeah. There's something for everyone here, and I understand that. And I don't have to be a jerk, and I don't have to yell at people, and all this other kind of stuff. Like, it was cool. So, I mean, if those people were there, they were silent. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Because yeah. the, the chanting yeah. for Kelly, I don't know how it came across on the str- on the stream, but the chanting for uh, Kelly and Ahmad Best, like, it was it was loud. It was strong. It was the stadium. It wasn't just a few people. Yeah. It was yeah. really cool. That's we, cool. We so, let me, <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you, Danny, because I know you went to Orlando. So, um, I'm very curious, like, comparing Orlando to Chicago, like, like, what did you think? Like, was it more organized? Because I know a lot of stuff in Orlando with the lines were a little bit crazy. Like, did you feel like the lottery was much better this time? I heard from a friend saying, like, they weren't even checking badges to go into the stadium, to the place. I was like, what? And I felt like she told me like, oh, yeah, I saw people going in without badges. So I'm very curious to see, like, what did you think comparing those two events? Yeah. So from from Celebration Orlando to to Chicago, um, Orlando was absolutely a mess when it came to line queuing and just overall anything like it was like read pop might as well not have been there (laughs) is what it felt like. Um, But Chicago even though there were some frustrations for the most part, it was, it was leaps and bounds better. Um, the first day they had a lot of trouble with their systems and things like that. And the celebration store, we stood in there, we were supposed to be in there in and out 30 minutes is what they were quoting people. Uh, we were in there for three and a half hours. Um, and not like constantly moving for three and a half hours. We were in one place for three and a half hours. Probably shot for 30 minutes and then stood in line for the rest of the time. Yeah. So, like, when we got in line, we stayed in that exact spot for the three and a half hours. We didn't move. Not wow. Three and a half hours in yeah. one spot. Yeah. We would have never checked out <laughs> if that was the case. We, we checked out because all of a sudden it started moving quickly. Oh, <laughs> but essentially they had issues with their uh, POS systems and stuff like that, which first day, it's fine. It's, it's going to happen. You've got 32 iPads running the same system on a tiny little router, which... Whoever did their IT was not 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's another thing. But I mean, as far as like the line queuing everything, overall, I think it was a lot better. As much as I wasn't wild about the lottery system, in a way, it was actually better. Um, because okay. it, it provided more opportunity for people who would otherwise not have been able to get there either earlier, maybe with kids or something like that, um, and stand in those long lines, especially on the day of the blizzard that came out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, you didn't really have to stand in a line. Like when we came up for, uh, I think it was Mandalorian that morning, mm. um, they were the line queue that nobody was standing in the snow. It was constantly moving. Now you may have been out there a little bit in the cold, but it's way better than having to stand in a line that reaches around the block, hoping that you get into a panel. Whereas, yeah. you know, I, I got this lottery. I know I'm getting in. Um, exactly. or when they start to overflow into general mission, it's like, you know what? Cool. Let's do this and everything, which makes it, I think in senses fair, but the downside to that lottery part when you mentioned the badges, um, the first, I think it was the first and second day, they were very loose with the badges. Oh, like, yeah. um, like there were the end too. Like, um, I think my badge was like underneath my shirt because I think that was the day it snowed. So Sunday. Yeah. And my badge is like underneath my shirt. And when, you know, you go through the security, they ask you to open your backpack, all that good jazz. So I opened it up and I went to go grab my badge. I was like, do you need my badge? And she was like, no, I don't need that. <laughs> and I was like, uh, okay. uh yes, I don't you do. <laughs> and I started wondering, like, even the first day, like, nobody looked at my badge. Nobody scanned it. And I even looked at Danny. I was like, why did we even buy this? Like, I heard people were getting in with, like, last year's badges. Yeah. <laughs> there, was, there was a few people that were getting in with Orlando badges and stuff like that. Just, that and it was just because, like, it was, wasn't necessarily that they didn't have a Chicago badge, but they're, they collect the badges. So they had yeah. the Orlando badge there from the prior time. And they let them in with it. So, but then they, it started to get a little tighter and they started to really check in probably about the second or about probably later in the second, third day, something like that. Um, apparently there was a security issue. And so all of a sudden you saw where everybody just clenched up. Apparently <laughs> checking like bags and checking yeah. people's persons. It wasn't even still about badges at that point either. Mm, wow. Well, I mean, they also have one more year to keep it going yeah. and it better because i know it's hard to yeah. get so many and, people organized and it's improvement too and that's the thing yeah and so i mean obviously there was the same rumor as there was orlando oh this is reed pops last year no it's not <laughs> reed yeah. pop will be back last next year that's the same thing they said last year and didn't somebody even like come up not necessarily even come up to us but i think we were in line when they said it or something well that but i thought somebody like we were talking to at one point even said this was like the last celebration Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was probably the same person. I don't know. I was like, well, this what? is the last celebration ever. Uh, Anaheim 2020. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Reed Pop definitely did a lot better in managing the lines. The lottery system, as much as people griped about it, mainly it was because, oh, I didn't get it, stuff like that. There could be improvements to it, um, but it worked for whatever intents and purposes. Um, I think... What would make it better, as far as that goes, is if they allow people to, like if they won the lottery for it, to release the lottery if they don't want to do it. Yeah. So yeah. that way it allows to go to the next person, or however that would look like, things like that. Because yeah. a lot of people got things that they didn't want, but someone else got it, and they were like, oh, I want the things that you have. But you couldn't yeah. swap. Yeah. So, yeah, that... Yeah. Supposedly. <laughs> Supposedly you yeah. couldn't swap. <laughs> when you walked to the panels, though, all they did was ask to see like the QR code that you got. So all you had to do is be like, here it is. You, yeah. You could have given them a random generated QR code and they would have never known. The last day they did scan them, though, a couple times. So the last day? Yeah. The last couple days they did. Because <laughs> that's when it counts. <laughs> right. <laughs> the last day when there's less people. We're, We're on day four and five of this call. Yeah. Let's go ahead and get tough about it. <laughs> now, talking about panels, um, which one? I know th every panel was different, and it was crazy to see all the stuff that we watch in panels. But which one was your favorite? Mm, nine. Clone mm, Wars. <laughs> nine was my. Now I loved the Clone Wars one. It was all. It was really cool seeing like years of work come to fruition and stuff like that, and just the stuff that Dave and his team have been working on. But there's nothing like being in that room for when the trailer came out for Nine. Like, you got to admit, like, both of us were, I'm not even going to lie, both of us were in tears. I was absolutely in tears. I was just like, 
<laughs> I, 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 it would have been ugly if I would have given a live reaction. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been like, oh God, that's what Danny looks like when he cries. That's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. See, Clone Wars was my favorite. I think the coolest part to me was we had a lot of cast um, yes. up on the stage. Not only, um, just a couple people like you saw with most of the other panels. Like it was just about everyone. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the major people are people that, you know, have given their heart and soul into Clone Wars. And I think the coolest thing to me was, even though I wasn't like really watching Clone Wars around the time, like it stopped airing versus now. Like I'm, obviously I've watched it all and I'm all caught up and I love it. Um, but just to hear like, the excitement, because I mean, we've all known it was coming back, you know, since they kind of, you know, said Clone Wars is saved and stuff. Yeah. But I guess just kind of hearing the excitement and the thrill that everyone else felt too about it, because these are people that have been watching it, you know, since it aired, even with like the little Clone Wars cartoon or the movie or whatever it was that first came out um, until now. And they're like, yes, because I mean, that's what everyone's wanted is Clone Wars back and it's it's coming. So mm-hmm. Yeah, and it and was it really cool. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, for me, it felt like a family coming back in a reunion, and there was a sense of closure as well because it wasn't like a happy ending for them that they had to stop Clone Wars. And seeing the reaction of like Ashley and Captain Rust, with I forgot his name right now. Uh, D. So, Bradley. Yes, <laughs> like when they're exchanging text messages, like yes. that, that was such a sweet moment. And even like them that they haven't seen like the the final cut and they were just like watching the trailer with everybody i thought that was so cool i'm like yeah. there's just like a sense of family because they are like they've always seemed so good together and they're just super excited the fact that warwick davis was like hosting this panel and all of dave filoni's expressions were <laughs> amazing <laughs> priceless yeah priceless, yes. <laughs> that's what i was gonna say though actually too is talking about um how a lot of the stuff uh, Ashley and all them had were seeing for the very first time. Um, and so they were getting emotional right there with us and everything, which was really, really cool. Yeah. Especially that Ahsoka piece um, when all the clones were wearing like the helmets that like matched her face. Yeah. Yeah. You got one. Yay. I brought it from celebration. That was so sweet. Yay. <laughs> I, the poster. I was so excited. <laughs> I love that poster, by the way. Uh, we actually got it signed by Ashley. Nice. How was meeting Ashley? Oh, so great. So good. She's so sweet. Yeah, she is. She is. Um, She's a little time to yeah. talk to people. She does take the time. Yeah. Well, in in with us, I mean, because of her taking time to talk with people the day before, we had to come back the next day. Um, oh, wow. yeah. So they gave us a wristband to come back and be like, oh, hey, yeah, come on. Uh, she's ran out of time, all this other kind of stuff. Um, but I mean, she still what didn't rush us off. It was it was more of the people that were handling the whole thing that was like, hey, you got to move, got to move. Yeah. Um, but we ended up being the, the very last in line. So we were the last ones to see her and everything, which was really cool. And um, when we uh, went up there and everything, she like you could tell it, it had been a long weekend for her. She was tired, all that kind of stuff. But she was still sweet, had a smile, um, seemed excited to meet us and everything. Um, we actually got to give her one of our pins that we were giving yeah. out at Celebration, which was really cool. I went back to her and I was like, I just wanted to give you this. Because uh, in all honesty, her message of the the, the following your dreams and, and all that has been inspirational to me. And it had a lot to do with me starting this podcast and I wanted to let her know. So I gave her that, told her that and everything. And she was like, Oh, thank you. And and everything. She's just the sweetest. Yeah. It it was, it was so great. Well, that sounds really awesome. So I know about meeting people. I know Kristen, you met somebody very cool and special. So you want to tell us about it? I do. Yes. It was so exciting. So as we were kind of going around um, with uh, Danny's dad, we were obviously taking the uh, BB-8 around. And um, BB-8 attracted a lot of people. So thank you, BB-8. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Um, like moths of the flame. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> and as we were kind of, you know, going around, I saw a cosplay of Iden. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I have to get a picture. Like, with Iden. Which was uh, Chaos Bria yeah. on social media. 
Okay. Um, who works for, uh, or who writes for StarWars.com and everything. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I was like, holy cow. And Danny immediately recognized her because he's a little bit more into the social media than I am. And he's like, oh, yeah, we, like, we follow her and all. That's Chaos mm-hmm. Bria. And I was like, oh, wow, cool. Let's, like, let's introduce ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, I kind of, like, start going another way. And then he finally pops over there and kind of ourselves, hey, we're Customer Weekly. And she immediately was like, oh, okay, yeah. And we shake her hand. I'm like, hey, I'd love to get a picture with you. Like, I love Aiden. So, we get a picture. And she's like, you said you like Aiden. And I was like, yes. And she's like, have you met Walt or Mitch? Walt and Mitch, yeah. And I was like, kind of like, what? And she like pulls me over there and she's like, yeah, they created her. <laughs> and I was like, huh? <laughs> I've never seen Kristen starstruck in my entire <laughs> life. We've been together for almost seven years. It was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I'm so like, wait, what? <laughs> and I like shook their hand and you know we kind of started talking and I was like yes I love Ida like she's one of my favorite characters in the game like you know her story was really phenomenal and then I love playing her anyway like anytime we're doing like the heroes versus villains like when it comes to villains like she's my girl like I'm grabbing her like <laughs> she's my yeah. like I don't care if anyone gets anyone you can be Vader you can be Kylo I don't care she's mine <laughs> um, <laughs> And, um, you know, Danny, I mean, I can rack up some points with her, too. So I've learned how to do it pretty well. And I and I love it because I told him, too, I was like, I feel like she's kind of underrated in the game a little bit. Like, people don't really like her character because no one ever uses her, which is good for me, though. <laughs> because I grab her when I play. So I was like, it works out for me. So they were really excited to hear that I liked her um, and that she was one they of like, really my favorite sweet. characters. Yeah, they were super sweet. And then... I couldn't think of like any questions to ask them because I was literally just like in heaven, just like, oh my God. And I did, I did think enough to get a picture with them. So I do a picture with them and uh, we end up posting it on our social and all. And it's really funny too. Cause when you look at like, check out the post, you can tell the difference in her smile when she's taking a picture with Bria versus with those two. <laughs> Cause Stop like, it. like she goes from regular smile to I'm cheesing as hard as I can because I can't stop smiling. <laughs> Probably accurate, honestly. Yeah, it, it was and literally. It was literally like because uh, because it was basically. Uh, have you met Walton Mitch? They created Iden and just kind of dropped her off with her. And literally, Kristen like she had tears welling up in her eyes. She just froze for a second, like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> like, how are you people just walking around the floor? Get to safety. No, I'm just yeah. <laughs> and with that, you also met Janina. Yes. Yeah, I surprised her the next day with uh, Janina. Yeah. Yeah, that's so exciting. I know you guys met um, at best. So how was that? Like, that's, I know he got so much love this celebration. I'm so happy for him. How was that experience seeing him and, like, him being now welcome and okay with everything? Well, the meet and greets were extremely fast. Um, yeah. Like the, the photo, it was literally you get in, you get out. That was yeah, it. yeah. Um, so I mean, I I never expected a conversation with him and everything, but um, when he came out with his story about the depression that he went through after all the backlash from the character and all the things he went through, contemplating suicide even and, and all that. Um, I mean, in all honesty, he was a inspiration to me um, because I mean, with my medical condition, I, I've dealt with depression um, pretty severely at times. And so knowing that there's somebody who came out the other side is 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 really awesome. Um, and so I, I, in all honesty, I wanted to be able to tell him in some way, but I, I mean, you can't have a conversation. Yeah, it's so fast. So yeah. And so literally like as we were leaving, I just turned to him. I was like, can I shake your hand? And he's like, absolutely. I was like, you're an inspiration. kind of. He was like, thank you. Like it just in, in the nicest tone. This I mean, it was it was it was awesome. Like even though I didn't get to go through and and have a conversation with him, that to me was everything. And the fact that he wasn't in such a rush to say no, no, I gotta go or anything like that. It was it was special and it was it was really cool. I'll I'll never forget that. Yeah, no, that's I mean that's a really nice experience and celebration. And I know when I watched his interview with this in the Star Wars show, he talked a little bit about even his. I mean, I would be hesitant being him coming back to Star Wars Absolutely. celebration. It took twenty years. Like mm-hmm. he probably went like I'm gonna hide from everybody because it was not cool. And that comes to show like there's more than just a character. There's somebody playing a character. Absolutely, and yeah. imagine back then there was no social media. 
So imagine like stuff that happens now. That's why people have to be always be careful about our words and like how we treat certain actors because they're playing a role right. and they're very invested with it. And it's not their fault or anything that like, you don't like it. Like opinions are opinions. Exactly. <laughs> Everyone's uh, got one. <laughs> yeah. And how is it like going around celebration with the BBA? Like uh, it was also for you guys, it's like a family experience, mm -hmm. right? So I think that it's very different from other people that just go like, and not saying that anything is bad or good and just saying like for you guys, it's something that it's cool that you guys share with your family. Mm -hmm. So how was that? Oh, it was awesome. Um, it, it's really funny too, because when we're going through around with BB-8, so we're kind, we kind of serve two roles with it. It's we're, we're the bodyguards trying to make sure somebody doesn't do something stupid, <laughs> which it's funny because automatically a lot of people go to, oh, we're trying to keep kids from doing it, but it's not normally kids. And I don't know why it's it's more adults just being ridiculous, but um, kind of protecting BB-8 and everything. And then on top of that, kind of like bringing people in because some people are just like, oh, this is a thing in the museum. I'm going to take a picture from 20 feet away. Yeah. It's like, dude, you can come up here and talk with it. You can take a picture, put your arm around it, rub its belly. I mean, whatever you want to do. Like, <laughs> I just, became a photographer. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. We ended up taking those pictures for those people and stuff like that. So it's all just creating an experience. And I mean, just naturally, it's just fun. Um, yeah, because a little BBA love. Yeah, and, and it's cool because like it, you see these little little girls, little kids, and everything uh, come up, and like my dad's got pictures where they literally just threw their arms around him, um, and they're just like just holding on to him, won't let go, and everything, just loving on him. Uh, one little girl couldn't stop kissing him, and everything, <laughs> and it was just so sweet. You've got these little rays. I think one was a princess Leia. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, she was in the bestman outfit, uh, Leia and everything. She looked great. Um, but it's cool seeing these, these adults, these people who are quote too old for this, <laughs> <laughs> literally just reduced down to children in seconds. Like, yeah. cause it's just like the second that you get up there, even though, you know, this thing is not real at the same time, it's just like, <laughs> I'm on a roll tonight, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, and I feel like it's because uh, I've seen it before. It's funny how I am always more careful with the adults than with kids. And it's because sometimes I feel like kids are really thinking that's the real BB-8. Mm -hmm. So they're very careful and like shocked. I'm like, oh, my God, BB-8. Right. I just want a million poses with this BB-8 and they're not very careful. <laughs> right. Well, and that's the thing is like, I think the biggest thing was just that people would step in front of him as if to stop it. And it's like, this uh, thing doesn't stop on a dime. Like, you're going to lose a toe. <laughs> I how this works. <laughs> it's a 55-pound rolling ball. You need to move. Danny almost lost a toe to a droid. You want to talk about that, Danny? <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, my God. Um, it was the, what was it? Uh, was it Wednesday or Thursday? I think it was Wednesday when we were setting up the droid room and everything. Yeah, um, we were down there at the droid builders and Kristen and I were just hanging out while my dad was uh, doing some repairs on uh, one of the droid drives. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> she probably laughed way harder at this than anybody. But, um, no, there really wasn't anything. That's probably one of those stories that wanted his rights back. Like, right? Oh, screw you. Let's go. That's exactly what happened. So it was it was Attack of the Mouse Droid, essentially. <laughs> and uh, my dad was making some repairs to one of the drives and everything. And Chris and I were just sitting outside the drawer room. Um, well, there's this little kid who was playing with his dad's mouse droid and everything. And it's one of those that was like on an RC car base. So this thing could get up and go. And I'm literally talking to Kristen, and then I just happen to He's turn my head. Across yeah. The yeah. <laughs> I just happen to turn my head, and at that time, there's a mouse droid going full speed at me <laughs> and just slams into my toe. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> like, I felt it hit my nail and everything, and I was just like, that sucked. Um, but the mouse droid, when it hit me, it exploded, basically. <laughs> it just came apart. The top came off. There were wires everywhere. It was just like, oh, my gosh. And, like, as yeah. it's driving away, Kristen's like, is that smoke? Is something touching something it shouldn't? Like, what's happening? Wow. <laughs> and then I was just kind of like, well, I just got 
attacked by a mouse droid. That's okay. I'm at Star Wars Celebration. <laughs> so funny because I could just see it coming like full speed so fast, but there was nothing I could have done. Like even if I would have been like, Daddy, like it, like it still would have gone full speed into his foot. <laughs> Well, that was my next question. I was here, like a funny moment that happened. That was hilarious. <laughs> I think that's a winner. <laughs> I don't think that's funny for that kid that ran it into his no. foot. I think he got in some big trouble. He but, was, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't having a good night. But Dana's uh, pain wasn't that funny either, but the, just the watching it. really wasn't it. that bad. It was literally like I couldn't have jumped out of the way. I literally turned my head to the right, and about that time, it was at my foot full speed. And just hit me. The whole top came off of it. Everything. It was. Wow. I was just like, yeah. Like I tried to help him put it back together too. So <laughs> I, I tried to help my assaulter, but it didn't work. Damn those droids. I know they're moody sometimes. <laughs> you guys um, went to the podcast meetups. How was that like experience to like meet fellow podcasters and like talk about everything podcasting Star Wars? It was really cool. Yeah, it was. We met a lot of new people, a mm -hmm. lot of people that I don't think we would have actually gotten to, like, just because there's so many, I feel like there's so many Star Wars podcasts, you know, and to kind of just end up in this big room with a lot of people who love to do the same thing, and that's just to literally talk about Star Wars mm -hmm. um, was just really cool. Absolutely. And, and what I found the funniest about it, though, is that it's because I'm... I may seem social on social media and on these podcasts, but I am not a social butterfly when I get out to big situations and stuff like that. So I was kind of the one that was standoffish. And Kristen, of all people, was the one jumping straight in like, hey, what's up? We're Kessel Run Weekly. <laughs> and kind of stuff like that. And so she was making a lot of the friends first before I would get over to them until we finally got into a rhythm. And I was like, all right, I can do this. I can do this. You can do this, Danny. <laughs> You got this. You're awesome. People want to know you. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Well, that that was my next um, question. Like, I know for you guys, you mentioned that celebration. You guys wanted to go mostly because of the community and all the people that you get to meet. So, was that something that was accomplished? Like, had like was that like the top? Like, was that better than just the panels? Like, I know episode nine trailer instead, <laughs> but also like the sense of community because. Obviously, we're not in the movies, <laughs> but this is also like a little bit more closure to what like the fandom does for us. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, the community was just it was amazing. We actually met a lot of cosplayers that uh, we follow online and everything. Uh, Super Snips was one that uh, we hadn't met before um, and we got to meet her briefly. Um, she's an Ahsoka cosplayer, a, a yeah. phenomenal one, too. Yeah, um, yeah. so she, she looked really good. And I think she was in her uh, Padawan Tano. Um, it looked really great. Um, it's just all of it was just awesome. She was super sweet. Um, and we got to meet some people that actually listened to the show, which was really cool. Uh, Grace Krupp, um, she's one that has uh, actually Twitch streamed with me a few times, mm -hmm. uh, her and uh, Brody. And uh, we got to meet her in person for the first time. Um, we got to meet Ahsoka Extano Michelle, uh, who's been on the show a few times. Um, we got to see her at the podcast meetup, which was so cool. Um, she's so she's just as sweet in, as in person. Like, she's, yeah. it's, it's awesome. Um, and then um, we actually got to meet some people that, uh, that had listened to the show, uh, uh, Xmas Hayes. Um, his daughter and uh, him, we were we were right there at the BB-8 and everything. And I mean, I'm not going to claim to think that anyone would know who we are in a crowd. <laughs> so we were just kind of there with the BB-8 and everything. And um, I was like, uh, you guys want to take a picture with it and everything? They're like, oh, yeah, sure, sure. And after they got done, they're like, uh, you guys look, uh, you look familiar. Do you have a podcast or something? I was like, as a matter of fact, we do. <laughs> I was like, Kessel and Weekly is like, yeah, I know you guys. And I was like. Cool. It's <laughs> like that's kind of awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, said that he had seen the the mural in our story for the uh, first and everything, which was really cool. And um, him and his daughter were really sweet, really awesome. And, and so I mean, like, yeah, the the sense of community, the the cosplayers that we met, all that kind of stuff were just really awesome. Uh, everybody was super nice. It was it's just welcoming you know like I, I felt this way back in orlando and i felt it again in chicago is this, i mean when you're there you're with your people 
And yeah. that's exactly what it feels like. It's I'm I'm home. This is my family. <laughs> it's just it's fantastic. Yeah, I mean the whole experience is really positive, and that was um, it was like really fun. It was just kind of crazy though, because as soon as you like jump on social media and you start kind of looking to see like the trailers are like that obviously you're going to come across those comments but i just kind of had to put them to the side and think you know because it was no negativity whatsoever throughout you know the entire star wars celebration it's all just online so it just goes to show you like really where the true fans are because mm-hmm. nobody yeah. in those rooms were like booing nobody was like causing a crazy scene nobody was like i hate this this is stupid i don't know why they even did this da 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 Anything like that. I mean, I felt like I felt the most love, mostly at the panels, just because that's where, like, all the crazy excitement was. But, I mean, any of the panels we even, like, went to, though, we were actually in the rooms. Like, we never really did any, like, the side viewing rooms or anything like that. Overflow. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure those were just as amazing, too. Mm -hmm. Um, But we, you know, when we got in them, we were actually in the exact area where it showed. So, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was just really positive and... um, I think that was the best part about it is you didn't have to deal with like any negative. I mean, the, and those people, the only thing people were really mad about mainly were like the lines, the yeah, and the lotteries, but nothing that really but had it to do was with still Star better Wars. Than Orlando, <laughs> it really had to do with Star Wars. You know right. what I'm saying? It was just the experience. Yeah, it was um, more of the background organization. Yeah. Even if you go to a concert, the best musician, you're gonna have those things. Mm-hmm. Exactly, it's so. gonna happen. So you yeah. can tolerate it to a degree, and I mean, it's just. That's how it is, but Orlando was literally line con. Yeah. <laughs> and and this was a lot better than Orlando was. It was managed yeah. a lot better. Uh, the systems that they had in place, even though they were not 100% foolproof, it, it still was improvement. And improvement. I'll, I'll take improvement over no improvement any day. Yeah, or being regressed, you know. Exactly. Uh, and let me ask you, is the reason why you guys got into all the panels is because you had VIP tickets? Like, is that how it worked? Yes. For other people that, for example, for Anaheim. So, so we had, (laughs) yeah, so we had VIP ticket, two VIP tickets, and then the rest of the ones that we had, the the other tickets that we had, won the lotteries to the panels. So VIP was guaranteed in, it was just that we were lucky. It's all it was. It was really just the luck of the lotteries, because, (laughs) I mean, you know, we went to Nine, we went to Mandalorian, and we did Clone Wars, and no, did we get Clone Wars technically, or was that, that was mm-hmm. like an open panel, I thought, though. Uh, that was one, not one of the lotteries. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's I, I was like, and then the 20th, the mm-hmm. Phantom Menace, so we really just kind of got lucky with those lotteries, and that's kind of how we got into, like, those top ones that we wanted to go to, um, and then, you know, there was one day we literally just sat, like, in the like arena thing mm. like, oh, yeah. the whole day just the, because the day like, of the blizzard the- uh <laughs> the day of the blizzard literally we stayed in the uh the celebration stage which was the main one um for i don't know six main seven hours something Alan like that Tudic. yeah and we were there for three panels with an hour between each <laughs> and literally it was snowing so bad outside that once we got in there we're like you know what we're here for Clone Wars. We're just going to wait it out. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, the panel that we didn't anticipate on going to, um, that we went to, was uh, in conversation with Alan Tudyk, which Alan Tudyk's hilarious and it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, and so, it was really cool watching him and everything. And so, we literally stayed there for Mandalorian uh, in the same seats the whole time, too. Uh, Mandalorian, Alan Tudyk, and then Clone Wars. And then after Clone Wars, uh, the blizzard outside had basically died. So we were like, all right, cool. Safe to go outside now. <laughs> so it just worked out. So yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. So what were other like favorite memories that you guys had from Celebration? Oh, mine is our Saturday where we literally met so many Star Wars people that I couldn't, I, like, I thought I was dreaming. Like I had to pinch myself. I was like, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cause uh, so, so in addition to uh, Ahmed best Janina, um, we had a uh, autograph for uh, Yona Suatamo, uh, the current Chewbacca. And so we went into the autograph hall and everything. And we were kind of just rolling BB eight around and stuff like that. And um, we noticed that when we were passing by um, a certain actor actress's uh, booth, that she was taking pictures and stuff like that and everything. Um, so we roll down there. It's a uh, Cat Tabor, 
um, who's Padme in the Clone Wars, and we roll roll BB-8 down there so she can see him and everything. And um, she starts kind of like looking at him, takes a picture with him, which we posted on our Instagram and everything. She posted on hers. Um, and like she's just all in it and everything, just loved it. Um, we got a second to, to talk with her and just to be like, hey, thank you. You're awesome. Love your work. All this kind of stuff. She's super, super sweet. Like as sweet as you would imagine. And, that, and that's what I loved is like, I get that these people are here for autographs and meet and greets and stuff like that, but I mean, they're not cattle and some people treat them that way. And, and yeah. I hate that. But at the same time, like all of them were, were very personable. were very nice. We're very happy to be there. And, and it was, and that was really cool. And, and Kat Tabor was no exception to that. And, uh, she was just really sweet. I got to shake her hand and, uh, give her one of our pins, which was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and everything. And then, uh, after that, uh, we went and saw Susie McGrath right next to her booth. And, um, usually with the, the actors and actresses, which this is not a negative thing, but you kind of have the, the, you have the, you feel the hurry up. I've got places to be yeah. kind of thing where it's like, oh, I've got to, I'm torn, I'm pulled in like 50 different directions. I got to go. It was great meeting you kind of thing like that with Susie. I feel like literally if we would have stayed there all day, she would have talked to us all day about Tam from resistance. Oh yeah, Like it was, it was so great. Yeah. Uh, it, the, awesome. the whole time, like, and it was funny too because I kind of was teasing her because, like, we started kind of talking and talking. I was like, "So, uh, tell me what happens to Tam in season two She's like, "Oh, <laughs> you know, I can't do that." <laughs> and everything, and like, she was just, she was, the, she was just the nicest. Um, she, we were really talking, like, almost kind of got started getting in depth about Tam's character and where she's at, where her head's at, and everything. And she was kind of like, yeah, well, what's coming up in season two? It's it's really cool. She goes, I'm worried for Tam, but it's going to be great and everything. And I was just like, this is so cool. Um, but uh, I was able to give her one of our pins as well and everything and just kind of shake her hand and everything. And then we saw Christopher Sean. And um, so we, we took him over there. He had like a 10-minute conversation with BB-8 about BB-8 upstaging him and how he thought he was with Poe and all this other kind of stuff. He's like... And all of it was in character, too. Like, he was doing the voice. He was all in character the whole time. And it was Kaz and BB-8, which was really cool uh, and everything. And um, he, he allowed us to get a, a picture of him with BB-8. And it was, he was super nice, really cool. Uh, he was there with his wife, uh, Linnea. I think is how you say her name. Um, but she normally does, like, a lot of his social media and everything. Uh, but he, she was there as well. And... Um, at the end, I was like, I was like, can I shake your hand? I was like, I, thank you. I was like, I love your character. Really excited for Resistance and everything. I was like, it really started picking up towards the end of the season. He's like, oh yeah, it gets crazy, man. And he, he was like, season two is awesome. And uh, I was like, well, can I give you my my card and my my pin? And uh, he's like, yeah, sure. And so I handed him our pin, and uh, he looks at it, he goes, Kesselron Weekly, I know you guys. And both me and Kristen oh. just like, what? Oh. <laughs> I was like, wow. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I was like, that's really cool. Yeah. And so both of us, again, were starstruck and just kind of like, okay, yeah. this is amazing. <laughs> um, so yeah. And then uh, on top of uh, meeting Christopher Sean, um, we met Ashley Eckstein. We talked about earlier. Uh, we met Doug Chang, who's vice president of Lucasfilm. Uh, I, I met Doug Chang. <laughs> um, yeah, he was really cool, really nice and everything. Got a picture with him. Uh, and then, uh, what was it? Monday was the Phantom Menace panel, right? Yes. Yes. Monday was the Phantom Menace panel. So we were coming out of the Phantom Menace panel and everything. As you know, Matthew Wood uh, was there with um, Bolty. I can't remember her first name. I don't. I'm not sure. I apologize, but um, with uh, with a few of the other people that were visual okay. effects designers, stuff like that for Phantom Menace. Yeah. And so we're going, we're leaving. We're like, you know, last day, let's go get our little freebie things that we're supposed to get. Cause they gave you like these little cards after some of the panels and everything. So we're going over to the Hilton, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The fourth uh, floor of the Hilton. Was it the Hilton? I don't know. Fourth floor of some hotel that was nearby. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're going up the escalator and Kristen kind of taps me. She goes, uh, the guy in the gray hair, he looks familiar. And I was like, uh, okay. And I just kind of like started to like quickly turn out. She goes, no, be yeah. cool. <laughs> and I was like, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay. So I kind of like just slowly look over and I'm like, oh my God, it's Matthew Wood. <laughs> and uh, she was just like, she was like, oh, no way. Oh, cool. And so we got up to the top of the elevator and he was like bolting off to somewhere. Like, I don't know where he was going, but like he was speeding off to somewhere. And so I didn't want to hold him up. I was like, I, I just want to tell you, thank you. I was like, can I shake your hand? And he was like, yeah, definitely. And he shook his hand and he took off. And I was like, 
Cool. Good enough for me. <laughs> I met I met Grievous. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's our list of characters that we met this weekend. That was nice. That is so cool. crazy cool. Yeah. Did you have a favorite that you met? I never thought to ask you actually, because you actually kind of have a story for Janina. I know. I know. Well, see, that's the thing is I met her writers, but her thing was so quick. Like, I just really, like, I think I, I don't even remember the, exactly the words I used, but I remember, like, walking in and I was like, oh, my gosh, you're so pretty. Or something like that. And she goes, you're pretty. <laughs> so I was a little starstruck by that, but I just hate that it was such a quick experience. A little yeah. starstruck. No, she walked out and immediately after she goes, she said, I'm pretty. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I didn't think I'm pretty. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it was really cool, even though it wasn't a really, like, yeah. Um, long experience. Like, I really didn't get to, you know, spend any time with her, which I understand. It's a photo off. It's very quick. There's a lot of people paying for it. But, I mean, that was the only, like, downside to me is, like, just how quick yeah. it went. Like, there was no, like, personalization to him whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I really enjoyed meeting Susie. Like, she was probably pretty up there for me because she was just, right. she was just, like, so excited to like talk really to anyone i believe because she just had such an outgoing personality mm-hmm. and i don't know that was just so cool to she really seemed like she was excited that we were there yeah and it was it, it was almost like it felt like i've been waiting on you all day i'm so glad you're here uh, yeah. kind of thing like a friend yeah like, was, that, that's really what mean. got me too is she like literally like what danny just said is she was so welcome in that way like mm-hmm. you know she was more excited i think to see you than you were to see her probably you know <laughs> or like that's the vibe she gave you anyway that's mm-hmm. so- so I think that part was really enjoying because she made you feel really like she, like she wanted to see you, and I think that was really cool because you know a lot of actors, they a lot of them that are there have been doing it for a while, and so yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, all of them are friendly, obviously, but I don't know, just hers and her personality was just really electric. So and and with her with with Susie and Christopher Sean, and then you actually getting to go to the uh, season two Resistance panel as well. Like, I mean, we're all already fans of Resistance, but. To me, that cemented it to know that the actors are genuine and yeah. that they're just cool people um, because it was cool seeing this resistance cast on stage because literally like you can it, you can even just look at the picture that we posted and you can tell who is who character just by the way they're standing because yeah. they just in real life embody their characters so much and it's just it was too much fun. It was, yeah, it was awesome. But yeah, but I, I'm, I'm even more of a resistance fan now because of the meets that we had with. Susan yeah. Christmas. It makes it a little bit more personal as Absolutely. well. So that's, that's super cool. It's like, I want it's you to be successful. Good. I'm going to keep watching this thing, man. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything, uh, um, anything else that you guys want to share about celebration? I mean, we've talked a lot <laughs> about our experiences, anything to close up. Um, I don't think I have anything. Kristen, did you have anything? I don't think so. I mean, I feel like we hit all the really, like, high points. There were really not low ones other than, like, lining, keeping, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, I mean, for the most part, you know, it was a really positive experience, and it was good. So your first celebration, did you love it? You want to go back to Anaheim? I do. I really do want to go yeah. to Anaheim. Um, I, I'm excited. I just... I just kind of, I really do kind of wish they would have given us a two year for some recuperation there, but it'll be okay. I saw a meme this morning. It was uh, the the part in Rogue One where he's like, congratulations, you're being rescued. Please do not resist. And it was Anaheim 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, for sure. I'm guessing that it's also... uh, and not to go on a tangent, but like we're we're closing out one saga that makes Star mm-hmm. Wars what Star Wars is. So it's like maybe to keep it like okay, but this is what we got next. Like don't lose your faith. Like there's so much more to keep going. So uh, I'm excited. Absolutely, um, I, I'm completely on board with you. Um, I'm I'm very excited about what's to come because um, we've got a lot of Star Wars coming. Um, and just thinking about it too. Um, with uh anaheim and everything so like you've got november is basically the month of star wars and then december and then just a few short months after that we all get together again to celebrate more star wars that's coming so it's just like i'm i'm in heaven (laughs) it makes me wonder too like what else is gonna be coming because i mean you know this has got to be you know we'll see the last uh movie of the saga 
really. So it's like, what next year do you have prepared, you know, for us in the future? I mean, you know, they got something in the works. I mean, for it not to be every two and now it's a one year time time frame. Like, there's got to be something cool coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've got to have something in, in the little heads up there, like what what they got going on. So we just ready to know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Cool. Yay. Thank you guys for sharing all those experiences. Like, it's very, very cool. Absolutely. Anna, you're coming with us next time. Yes, for sure. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's going to happen for sure. <laughs> We're going to bring our whole, whole crew podcast straight from Anaheim. Yep. Maybe we'll even be on the podcast stage. Mm. (laughs) 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 Oh my goodness. Um, So cool. So you guys ready to wrap it up? Ready. Awesome. Awesome. So thanks everyone for listening or watching another episode of Kessler on Weekly. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review and we will read it on a future episode. You can also find us on social media at Kessler Weekly on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, as well as our website, KesslerOneWeekly.com. And Anna, you want to tell everybody where they can find you? Yeah, so you guys can find me at Legiki Life with two eyes um, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Sweet. Definitely follow her. Yeah. Yeah. So cool, guys. So that's it for this episode. So until next time, my name is Danny. I'm Kristen. I'm Anna. (laughs) And may the force be with you. Always.